Hello dreamers, this is your host Marco of Dreaming in Fashion. Welcome to another week of this podcast where we discuss all things fashion. Before I get started, I just want to apologize. I know that I've been away for a couple of weeks, but we're back and we'll be doing this podcast on a weekly basis. I, I'm not sure as to which day that I'll be posting the episodes, but I will be bringing them back to you on a weekly basis. So, so let's just dive right into it. So we have a lot of topics to talk about today. Um, I'm excited. There's a lot has happened within the fashion industry. So we'll just get started. So first I want to talk about um, the Ralph Lauren Lauren documentary. Very Ralph. So it came out on November the 12th on HBO. Um, It was, I watched the documentary last night. And it was an interesting documentary. I've always had respect for Ralph Lauren, but it seems like my respect shifted just a little bit. And here's why. So, I, I, all these years, I've never known that Ralph Lauren um, never studied fashion or he was never skilled or was never taught the trade of fashion designing. Um, so, he was more like a businessman, per se. And to me, I always meet people who always say that, oh, I'm, I do fashion, but they don't sketch, they don't sew, they don't design, and um, they just kind of, you know, they just kind of wing it, and they're more, I guess, more like business people, which is, which is cool, I guess. Um, I, just, I just didn't expect that from him being so big or, 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 <laughs> or how big that he is. I just never expected that just coming from him i thought that he was skilled in sewing you know illustrating design but he does have his hand in the process and he does have a team that works for him so just in the documentary you know he was one of the first fashion designers to um, to create a true lifestyle lifestyle brand and he tied into a home collection and he dedicated to stores um for, for the label now his label has been around for 50 years and and also he was hesitant to do this documentary um he didn't go into details as to why he was hesitant but he was hesitant to do this documentary um i'm not sure as to why maybe he, he thought that people would judge him um I, I don't think I don't think that it was anything that he could be judged. It's just telling his life story of, and how he came to where he is right now. Now, also, he was one of the first designers in his era to put African American models in the in his ad campaign. So those models was Naomi Campbell and Tyson Beckford. So basically, he kind of discovered Tyson Beckford in a sense. Um, he said that he wanted someone he liked Tyson Beckford's look. It was clean. And he said that he had a great he was just a pretty guy. Literally, that was the words. He was a pretty guy. Um, so I was kind of surprised for that too as well. Now he was the first to open a freestanding retail store as well. Now I did learn that some interesting facts that he did have a section within Bloomingdale's, but then he also told Bloomingdale's that he had to go. Like he was like gave them an ultimatum, and basically they ended up keeping his line within the store, but he ended up creating his own store outside of it and still selling and working on his brand. Now also who made an appearance on this um, documentary? 
y'all favorite person in the world, Kanye West. And Kanye West talked about his earlier years and how, you know, him wearing a, a polo shirt was kind of like his, like his, his Superman cape almost in a sense. Like he said that was his thing. Now, you know, I, early Kanye is somebody that I liked. You know, I, not so much as of now when it comes to style and different things like that. Also, I was so also surprised by how they talked about how Polo was really big in the hip hop community, um, and how it was it had influence also. So a lot of people in the in the hip hop community, I remember this this time frame. This is around in the nineties. Cause I remember when I was in high school, I would buy a a whole bunch of like Rafflorin products. I would spend like all the little money that I would save and different things like that just to go to shop at this particular store in my hometown where I'm from in Mississippi, Mississippi called Tom Calico, and um, they just talked about the influence and how a lot of people in the hip-hop community were wearing $400 coats and you know just they was wearing Ralph Lauren from head to toe um, Tyson said that he didn't know how they could afford it because whenever he was on set he would see that those jackets and coats and some of that stuff was $400 so come to find out those people were boosting some of the stuff some of them not all let me, let me make sure that I'm clear on that some of them were boosting some of the Ralph Lauren stuff from the stores um, I'm not saying that I'm for that. I think that you shouldn't be doing that type of stuff. You should be supporting a designer whenever they are doing that type of stuff. All right. But overall, I think that the documentary was really good. Like I said, it just shed a new light on Ralph Lauren for me. I always looked at him as a great designer designer. Um, you know, along with the other great designers, you know, like to... Um, Lagerfield and you know and on and on different things like that. I always associate associated with him with with them. So I was just kind of shocked. Now speaking of designers, let's talk about Zach Posen. So Zach Posen was forced to shut down um, his house Z because he, he I guess he failed to find investors and new buyers for his business. And basically he was on like a time schedule. So the last day he literally walked in and said okay operation has to cease no matter at what point you were in designing collection sewing or whatever the operation ceased and he basically laid everybody off um i think that that's crazy so one of my friends was discussing with me that you know people could save forever 21 but they can't save a dope fashion designer like Zach Posen. You know, who knows? I mean, I I would have Zach Posen up in February 21. And speaking of February 21, that brings me to my next topic. So, February 21 is not closing 200 stores. It will only be closing certain stores. So, apparently, they've kind of gotten out of this whole bankruptcy thing. I'm not sure how what happened. I guess they said that people were investing I stopped following the story because I, I guess got disgusted. I I'm over it forever twenty one. I kind of want. I was kind of wanting to see them go down. I was taking delight in their demise just a little bit. Don't judge me, but just a little bit. But yeah, they're not closing. <laughs> so 
the next thing I want to talk about is um, ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky and this men nail art. So basically, they're saying that he's making nail art famous. They also said that you know he said he was inspired by David Bowie and different people like that. Now I see a lot of nail art like in California. I maybe a little bit in New York. I haven't saw it much in my area that I stay in here in Atlanta, but I saw a lot of it, you know, in LA and different things like that. You know, what do you guys think about that? I mean, I just think it's like a rocker trend, but I think people are really now taking it to the next level or are doing a lot with it and just making it like just it's like overkill. It's like with anything that's a trend these days. All right, let's move to the next topic. The next up on this list is none other than the Victoria's Secret fashion show being canceled for 2019. Now, if you have been following Victoria's Secret for a couple of years now, a couple of months, whatever, they've had a lot of scandals. You know, they used to have my girl on the, on this, on the show, Rihanna, performing a lot. So I guess apparently they, I guess the owner or the CEO has had like a lot of issues with you know, having bigger plus-sized girls, trans girls, and, and and everybody included into his runways. I guess, I guess that's I, that may have had something to do with it, but I'm not 100% sure, so don't quote me. But this seems like, you know, I've always liked Victoria's Secret, but you know, the world is much more diverse than just you know skinny girls on the runway. No shade to the skinnier models. No shade. We're not body shaming here. Um, but you know, the world is way more diverse, um, body wise. And speaking of body, let's, let's hop right on to this. Some of y'all's favorite girl, Kim K and she's creating this skims men line, a, a shapewear line for men. So she basically teased about it. Somebody was asking her, would she do, do they think that, well, do she think that she would create a actual line for men or whatever? Um, here's how I feel about it. I mean, I say, hey, men are already, like, pretty much doing, like, the waist belts and the waist trainers. I see them in the gym. I've seen them online. Hey, I have one when I work out. I don't think it's no big deal that men are getting shapewear. I mean, I think it'll be good for some of those guys that have those, like, those dad bods that they want to look a little slimmer. Hey, let's, let's go for it. All right. Let's move on to the next topic. Next topic is Met Gala 2020 so they've came up with the theme and the Costume Institute Institute has announced that the theme is they're calling it um, about time fashion and duration so is expected to present fashion from like the 1870s to the present time and it's all about like a time travel through fashion so that's gonna be interesting I'm really want to see all the different styles from all the different years um you know with fashion with i, I would love to see that my favorite some of my favorite er eras are the 80s the 50s the 60s i love the 30s and of course i love the times of kings and queens i i've always loved that era so it, it's going to be interesting i just hope that people bring it because it seems like some people always miss the mark when it comes to the Met Gala every year they always give a theme but somebody always misses the mark so I'm interested in seeing how that goes and who's going to bring what now next thing on my list 
I guess we're going back to Rihanna here and her Savage Fenty. So, Tinashe, it has become a brand ambassador for Savage Fenty. And also, I think Normani has became a brand ambassador for Savage Fenty too. So, I really, I think Tinashe is so underrated. People don't give her a chance. I think that, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see, you know, what she's going to do within the fashion industry. You know, she hasn't been around for a while, but I like her look. I like her style pretty much for the most part. And I'm interested to see what she's going to bring to the table, like bring when the actual ad campaigns, like photography and different things like that. Now, I'm also looking forward to seeing Normani because that's a bad girl. Normani is that girl and I'm looking forward to seeing her as well. Well, guys, that is this episode for this week. Stay tuned for next week. Also, remember, you know, you can listen to this podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, YouTube, and Google Podcasts. So, just please make sure that you guys, you know, you comment, you rate, you subscribe on YouTube, um, and give me your feedback. Let's keep the discussion going. Drop down in the comments. Let's talk about it. Some things, if you don't agree with me... You know, let's discuss it. So that's my podcast for the week. You guys keep dreaming.